Well, it's celebrating 10 years this year and is just a amazing event that took place for the first time a decade ago. And I can remember being a, a part of talking to people about this, the Business Disability Awards for Toowoomba and the Darling Downs, recognising businesses and individuals across our region who support, educate and employ people with a disability. It'll happen again this year on the 5th of October at the Edmund Rice Cultural Centre at St Mary's College. And... The keynote speaker this year is uh, one of our extraordinary Australians, Moira Therese Kelly. AO is an Australian humanitarian worker and joins me for breakfast this morning. Moira, good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Lee. How are you? Look, All the way from cold Melbourne. <laughs> oh, well, let me tell you, here in the Garden City, uh, we are one of the cooler places of Queensland, so it's not oh. that much difference. I'm looking out the window <laughs> at, at a fog over our city, and it's only oh, about no. 12 degrees. So you'll fit in here, no problem at all. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, your life, an extraordinary one, and I know there'll be plenty of uh, talk about that uh, for people to come along on the uh, on the day to, to hear. But uh, your work in, uh, as a humanitarian, I'm led to believe, started when you saw a documentary at school about Mother Teresa, someone who eventually you would go to India in Calcutta and work alongside, yeah? I did, yeah. I I saw a film about this wonderful woman doing this wonderful work. I never knew such a person existed. Those days we didn't have social media and learn about these things and I suddenly just, that was my my moment. I often say the seed is planted and I said, one day I'm going to go work with that woman one day. That was my dream to sort of do the work that she was doing and meet Mother Teresa and be a part of what she was doing. So that was a sort of a dream came true when it all happened in Calcutta back there in the 80s. What was that like at that time? I mean, Mother Teresa was a, almost, I mean, a celebrity, if you like, in that part of the world. Yeah, she was a very, very much to the rest of us, but she there was a very humble, lovely Albanian nun with the heart for India. And um, <clears throat> she was just a very charismatic, with a great sense of humour. And can be quite fiery, but we used to go in the morning to mass and she would give communion to all the volunteers and then sit and have a chat with us. But, yeah, look, there's a lot of Mother trees in the world you don't hear about. You aren't necessarily Catholic nuns as well, but Mother Teresa was the one who did it for me. And, yeah, it was a very special moment. In those days in the 80s, Calcutta was a different place. It was a very poor and a lot more... Uh, a lot more tragic those days, so you needed people like Mother Teresa and her brothers and sisters to do the incredible work for the dying and the destitute at that time, Absolutely. which they still do today, but that time it was pretty pretty dark those days, yeah. By the 90s, you've uh, been working in places like the Bronx in New York City, and then uh, you're in places like Bosnia and Herzegovina, and there you start Nobody's Children. Yes, yeah, so I went to the Bronx. I was in Africa for a year, and I heard about the work being done in the in the, in the South Bronx. And that the Bronx at that time was a very bad time too. That was during Rudolf Giuliani was the was the mayor, and it was a very violent city. But I just loved the Bronx. Worked with the crack and AIDS babies and the homeless, and wow. and then I ended up uh, heading to Eastern Europe for. Uh, firstly, a couple of years in Romania in charge of an Irish organisation with kids with AIDS. At that time, AIDS was prevalent all over the world. It's a lot more treatable these days. But then I heard about the war going on next door in the great Yugoslavia, and I thought I'd go there for six months and pop in there and end up living there for four and a half years. And, Lee, had I not gone to Bosnia, probably all the children I brought to Australia would never have come here for surgery. So that's where that all started, was bringing kids to Australia for operations because of Bosnia. And that work, I mean, absolutely extraordinary. Many of us would remember the conjoined twins from Bangladesh, uh, Trishna and Krishna, uh, and I believe you became their legal guardian following that uh, very successful surgery here in Melbourne. Yeah, so, yeah, Trishna and Krishna are now 15, believe it or not. Wow. So they're, 
young ladies there, and Trish oh. uh, Trish plays competition tennis, and and he's um. Uh, in a development school, but doing really well, walking and all these milestones people never thought she'd do. And, yeah. and of course, they came from the sister of Mother Teresa. But another two boys people probably know is Emmanuel Kelly that sang of the X Factor. Yes. Sang that song, um, Imagine. So he's he's now in LA and he's in movies at the moment. Wow. And, and I believe there was a, a time when he's on stage with Coldplay and they sing that song yeah. in honour of you. I mean, that must have. I mean, you, you couldn't have had a dry eye then. And I wasn't too sure who Coldplay were. I just went to something. <laughs> and they threw a manual out for America. And yeah, it was amazing. It was just, um, yeah, Coldplay, very, they've sort of been mentoring Army, especially, well, um, what's his name? I've gone blank now. The leader of it now, I've gone blank. But anyway, Chris he's. Chris Martin, um, yes. Yeah, Chris Martin. I've got him in my phone. My yeah. Phone. <laughs> yeah, but he, um, he mentors Army. Manual, they've become really good friends. They've, they're on a board together. They've set up in in America as well. And then, of course, Arvet. Who's his brother? He was the um, he's got a double bilateral amputation of the legs, and he's got no hands. But he's become an Australian swimmer, so he's made three Australian Olympic teams here. And as we speak, he's um, uh, in 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 France and the World Championships. He made the team, and so they're competing next week in, in England. So, so it's been a huge um, yeah, huge journey. And that and those two boys came from Sisters and Other Trees are two. In Baghdad, so you can see the flow of mother trees everywhere I've come, really. So, yes. Absolutely. And so, I mean, those stories, they just ring to exactly what this whole idea of presenting these awards to businesses who were encouraging and, and looking for people to support and educate and employ, uh, because you've just shown that despite the most severe scenarios, uh, yeah. that given the right opportunities, people are still able to get on and, and have a very productive and very active and I'm imagining fulfilling life. Yeah, I've been blown away what the team up there have done. It's called Paul's been the the shining light behind all that. So I went up there five years ago, and I wasn't quite sure where I was. I was coming up to speak, and then I was blown away that I don't think anything quite exists like this in Australia. What you've done there in Peru, but I believe they want to go national. But yes. to think business, local businesses. Uh, um, uh, employing people with any sort of disability and mentoring them, and they end up a great, you know, a, a great uh, part of the company and the business, and they're great for the for the staff and make friends. But the fact that now to recognise companies doing this because it encourages other people. And look, my boys wouldn't be for the, the boys they are today if it wasn't for people giving them a go. So I think the awards are all about giving them a go and also recognising the outstanding people up there in Toowoomba who have, have embraced this whole concept. I mean, it's actually grown so much in 10 years, so I'm yes. thrilled to come back. I'd love to think that you can take this to Victoria and, and also highlight what these wonderful companies are doing, because people are doing it, but we need to know and recognise them and encourage them. Can't imagine what it does for the individual who's employed, but can I just throw this at you, Lee? I can't even start to tell you what it means for families of people living with their children with disabilities who are young adults, what it means to them. It's like it's gone full circle. So there's a lot of about warm fuzzies that night, but also a lot of thankfulness. And I suppose on that night, apart from all the wonderful employees, there'll probably be some of the recipients and their families. And I think it's a room of very special people because they've grown up as great carers and advocates for their kids. And now they're just sitting along every other mentor there who's who's believed in their kids. So good on you guys up there in Toowoomba. So I'm thrilled to be a part of it, and I hope there's lots of people there 
to celebrate what Toowoomba is doing for their people who are living with a disability, you know? Well, we certainly do too, and it certainly has been incredible, and we've got some wonderful advocates, whether it's Paul Wilson, whether it's my former co-host in Kim Stokes, who'll be a part of it, whether it's Josh Marshall, we've got some incredible advocates here, and uh, these awards are just uh, very much a uh, a progression of that. So it is all happening, as I say, in October, the 5th of October, at the Edmund Rice Cultural Centre at St Mary's College, and, uh, well, not only will you see those awards happening on the night but you'll get to hear from one of our true living legends in Moira Kelly uh, your life story is extraordinary thank you for what you have done and uh, oh. we can't wait to have you here in the Garden City oh good on you Lee and God bless everyone and keep up your wonderful gift of service to others in Toowoomba I think I, I admire you all so well done you're an example of the rest of us in Australia so well done